Welcome back to the St Edward's School podcast, the place where we talk to staff, to pupils and to parents to find out more about life at the school. Now in this episode, we're talking to the head of lower school, Nick Martin. Nick will guide us through the things a year six pupil should expect as they head into year seven, what steps he takes to help reduce their anxieties and the common questions and concerns he often hears from pupils. But he'll also talk to us about the new opportunities available to Year 7 and what advice he would give to current Year 6 pupils. So come with me now as we speak to Head of Lower School, Nick Martin. Nick, thank you for being here and welcome to this episode of the podcast. How are you doing today? Yeah, very well. Thank you, Simon. Um, just come from uh, Year 9 history, looking at uh, World War One trench warfare. So nice and sort of wet and muddy. So it's nice to be nice, warm and dry in the inside. Now, sometimes in schools, I've seen in history departments where they try to recreate some of the atmosphere and some some of the trenches almost in class. Do you have anything like that at your school? No, no, we haven't done that. Some would say the sort of scariness of, of their history teacher is replicating the sort of fear of World War One, but I, I personally wouldn't, wouldn't agree with that. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Okay, and apart from year nines, which other classes, which other year groups have you been with today? So uh, we had Year 13 this morning. They've been doing about black civil rights in America. So looking at how the civil rights campaign sort of developed. And uh, we had Year 8 history and they're looking at the Armada. So you, you do jump around, jump around the world and jump around through time each day, which is quite interesting. Yeah, I'm sure it is because, I mean, you can literally jump from, you know, 13th century to 20th century from one lesson to the next, I guess. And from your point of view, you're almost like a time traveller and, as you indicate, zipping around the world as well. Yeah, it is, yeah. And it's, it's just interesting just to see sort of how people lived in the past and how a lot of the problems that people have today and the problems in the world are the same throughout history fundamentally, which, you know, I personally find quite interesting and hopefully the students do as well. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely right. Okay, so we're going to be talking then about what life is like joining Year 7 at St Edward's, but... Before we get on to that, Nick, I'd love to understand a little bit about your own education, where you went to school, whether your own experience of school was positive. Yeah, it was positive. I went to a, a state school. It was nothing like St Edward's, actually. It was, uh, you know, quite quite a lot rougher and uh, bigger. But I loved it. It was great, you know, great, great sport, really good friends, you know, good school. But it, it was very different. So it does make me kind of appreciate the sort of small community sort of feel of St Edward's and, and, and maybe some of the opportunities that students have as well which I guess I, I didn't have but I did love school it was just it was just pretty different to St Edward's in all honesty yeah. And when you left school what was the first thing you did what was one of the first jobs you had? Well to be honest rather boringly I've always I've always been a teacher um, I've not really done any other proper jobs as it were so it's, it's, it's funny because I'm always asking my friends about their sort of real jobs uh, you know what's it like to work in an office and you know things that I, to be honest I've never experienced but um, I've done my share of sort of part-time jobs in Waitrose and things like that but actually teaching is is the only sort of proper job as it were that, that I've ever had unfortunately being a Premier League footballer didn't work out <laughs> well maybe another maybe another opportunity for that it's still good time. you never know yeah. the, the dream's not over yeah quite yeah yeah no exactly okay well let's talk about year seven then first of all tell us what it's like if, if you're putting yourself in the shoes of maybe in the shoes of a year six pupil and you're thinking to yourself mm -hmm. i'm going to be a year seven student soon what sort of things should i be expecting as i come into year seven 
Well, I think, I think the key is that for any student, well, no, for anyone, big change is scary and no one likes change. And actually going from a prep school or a junior school to a senior school, it's one of the biggest kind of jumps in your, in your education. And mm. it is daunting and it can be really nerve wracking. So I suppose our, our job in the sort of pastoral team here that deal with year seven is to kind of reduce and alleviate some of that nervousness and anxiety and to increase the levels of sort of excitement which hopefully most sort of year sixes are also feeling because it Mm. is an exciting time as well as quite a nerve-wracking one so I suppose that's what I always say to the to the year six is that it's absolutely fine to be nervous and a bit anxious and everyone else is feeling that as well and it's kind of our job just to through various means reduce those levels of of anxiety and just show them what a great time they're going to have and increase the excitement and all the opportunities and all that sort of thing so what steps do you take then i mean how do you go about reducing as you say reducing their anxieties well we're obviously lucky that we have our own prep school of which a large number of students come. So in a way, that's quite easy because they're normally pretty familiar with the school already. They probably know quite a few staff because there are staff at the senior school who teach at the prep school. They come over for various events quite regularly. So many of them might have brothers and sisters, that sort of thing. So for those in a prep school, it's perhaps an easier transition because it is essentially just moving from one part of the school to another, although Mm. it's you know, it is still a big jump. So for, for, for others, though, all of the year sixes will be met. So a member of the pastoral team will go and visit them in their existing prep school at mm. some point during often the summer term of, of year six, just to kind of introduce themselves, answer any questions that they have, you know, learn a bit about them as individuals. And that goes for both PrEP and all of the other schools that many of our students come from. So that's quite Mm. nice because it means that they know at least one member of staff quite well, actually, before they begin. And they can answer any questions that they have and give them some, you know, information and that sort of thing. So Mm. that's good. And then there's various kind of events, if you like, to try and you know make them familiar with the school so there's a taster day which we have at the end of year end of the summer term of year six where Mm -hmm. they come into school they experience some lessons some extracurricular clubs they meet their form tutors they obviously meet each other prefects you know just start to familiarize themselves with with the school and some of the key figures that will be part of their life in year seven there's there's parents meetings as well you know to give information that sort of thing but i would mm. say that that taster day in sort of june time is is quite a key event no it certainly sounds like it and i imagine then that their first day when they join in year seven is very different to what it would have been like had they not experienced the taster day or if you hadn't gone and spoken to to them to explain that you're there to alleviate their concerns and their anxieties. Exactly. And I think one of the things, partly because obviously many are coming from the prep school, but even for those that are not, they will have actually probably come to the school, I would have have guessed, about four or five times already for various events. Even if, if you come from a school that is a long way away, that doesn't have a huge amount perhaps to do with St Edwards generally because they'll have come for entrance tests they'll be invited to various kind of uh, 
drama events. Often they've come for a, a, perhaps a curriculum day. For example, there's a classics day, there's a maths challenge. There's So I'd be very surprised if any student from whatever school hadn't actually already been to do something at the school, at least a few times, which obviously makes them relatively familiar. In terms of their first day, so we invite the Year 7s in for a morning the the day before school starts properly for the rest of the students in mm. September. So they are the only students in school and they'll be with their form tutors and they'll do a few kind of logistical administrative jobs, mm. partly just to familiarise themselves, partly to get to know each other, but also so that when big school starts properly and all the giant year 13s come in and everything on the mm-hmm. on the first day of school they actually know where they're going and they know who their form tutor is and they know who to look out for and where they need to go for lunch and how that works because often it's those little things that often cause the most kind of stress and if you can perhaps sort those out hopefully they can just kind of enjoy the first few days of, of their new school so what kind of things are there then? You know, what, what sort of things would go through the mind of a year seven when they're in school? You know, do they worry about uh, being late for a class or getting lost? I mean, what, what sort of things do, do they usually need help with? The two biggest concerns I think that students often have is getting lost because St Edward's is a, it's quite a mazy sort of old school and it's not logical where various things are. So they're given a map and everything. But I think in the first few days, one of their main concerns is getting lost. And secondly, I think, as is probably the same for all of us in any new situation, is, is kind of being accepted and making friends and that sort of thing. So knowing those, you know, we make extra efforts to sort of address those issues. So they do various little, you know, ice-breaking activities, you know, the shared experiences to kind of get to know each other, maybe talk a bit more about that later. But, you know, they're given a map, they're given a tour of the school. But I always say to them that the best thing about St Edward's is that if you're lost or if you're feeling a bit down or if you've forgotten something, if you ask literally anybody in the school, be it a teacher, a student a member of the canteen staff they will help you and they will they will drop what they're doing and they will help you and it's one of the reasons I love working here to be honest because that goes for anyone at any time and I think they soon learn that and once you learn mm. that you automatically feel I think quite a lot more secure and confident because mm. you know that basically whatever problem you have someone will help you. So you've indicated that with the prep school, there's you know a good number of children that come from the prep school into year seven. If I was joining the, if I was joining year seven at St Edwards and I'd come from a completely different school, then to what extent should I be feeling like I was going to be an outsider or not part of not part of the group? Not at all, because one of the, you know, we're well aware that yes, you know, I'd, I'd say on average about fifty percent of the year groups maybe have come from the prep school, but then equally fifty percent haven't. They've come from a whole range of many schools. Mm-hmm. But we 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 make great efforts to say to them from day one that you are now St Edward's School, be it you know two thousand and twenty two you know we don't care where you've come from it's a fresh start you are a team you are a group now and so 
it is a big concern that students have, but I, I genuinely think that if you asked any of the students here, they'd say that very quickly that is forgotten and they're just the new year seven. One of the reasons that relatively early in the new term, we have normally a residential trip mm-hmm. to try and make new friendships and you know, that sort of thing. Now, obviously, in the last couple of years, it's been different because of the situation. But we we still manage to have activity days and things like that, so that through kind of shared experience, you can make new friends, you know, barriers are sort of broken down. But it's a legitimate concern that I understand many parents and students have. And I, I genuinely don't think it's an issue at all within a few days. I honestly think within a few days, that's kind of gone and they just make new friends, you know, you know, it's pouring down with rain, you're on the rugby fields, your face is in the mud and someone puts their hand out to help you up. You don't mm. start thinking, oh, was I at prep school with them or who are they? You just say <laughs> no. thanks and, and, and go again. And, you know, it's, and there's many, many examples of that. And, you know, it works really well, I think. OK, so in your role then as head of lower school, what does that actually entail? I, I think essentially, to give a rather sort of glib answer, it's just to make sure that all of the students in the lower school, so that's year seven, eight and nine, are happy and successful at school. Mm. Simple as that. And it sounds mm. simple, but that, as you <laughs> can imagine, is the multitude of, of issues, therefore, that, that need sorting at one point or another. Because as I often say to parents, we, we always have parent information evenings early on in the, in the year to just so they get to know the form tutors and can answer, ask, sorry, any questions that they want. We give them some information about processes, things like that. And one of the Mm. things I always say to them in that is that your child will have some problems over the next seven years. Hopefully they'll be small ones. They might be academic. They might be pastoral. They might be friendship. They might be health. They will have some problems. There's not a teenager in the world who hasn't had lots of issues in those years. Now, in a way, everyone knows that will be the case. And our job is to help deal with those issues, whatever Mm. they might be. And they'll be different for every student. And they may be solved by a different person in a different role. But knowing, as I do, the kind of incredibly talented, hardworking people who work here, I'm, I'm really confident that whatever problem it is they have, Mm -hmm. as long as we know about it, we'll help them sort it. That's reassuring to hear. And uh, I, think if, uh, I think if a parent's listening to this and maybe with a child in year six, they, they'll hopefully take some reassurance from that as well. Let's look at opportunities for a second. What, what sort of opportunities, new opportunities are presented to year seven students if they've joined that maybe they didn't have access to either in year six in the prep school or in a different school outside of St. Edward's family? Yeah, well, I think that that's one of the key things. That's one of the key differences, I think, between a junior or a prep school and a senior school and perhaps other schools in St Edwards is that the opportunities available are just huge. And, you know, everyone can look at a list of all the clubs and things, the trips and the sports teams, and it goes on for pages. There's so many different opportunities. And that's mm. because it's a big busy thriving school there's academic kind of clubs there's classics clubs there's politics clubs there's obviously loads of sport 
and they may well play sports that they haven't perhaps played at their prep school. Partly that's perhaps because of facilities. You know, we've got a swimming pool, we've got a gym. You know, there's there's perhaps sports that can be done that prep schools might not. There's, there's just so many opportunities. There's trips, both academic and perhaps more kind of social you know, I could I could literally just read out or tell you a list of all the opportunities, but we'd be here for, for hours. <laughs> but what, one of the key things that I emphasise to Year 7 is that, you know, if you are to be successful at, at school, then you mm-hmm. must embrace all of the opportunities. And so mm-hmm. we do encourage them to have, you know, at least one academic club that they're doing, join at least one sports team, because... Mm-hmm. We both know that, you know, you come to school to learn maths and history and, and geography, but you also come to school to to make the most of opportunities, develop your kind of soft skills that many of those can only be developed doing things like that. So, yeah, massive opportunities. And we really urge the students to to make the most of them. So as well as embracing all of these opportunities, what other advice would you give to a, to a current year six pupil coming to the end of their year six and just about to join year seven? I would sort of say there's, there's three key things. One is making the most of the opportunities. One is just trying your absolute best in every single thing you do, every piece of work, every lesson, every club that you go to, being the best brother or sister or son or daughter or friend or, or whatever it might be. Because... Obviously, there's huge academic success in St Edwards, but the bottom line is that not everyone is going to get a level nine in maths or history. What everybody can do is put 100% into every single thing they do. And if they do that, knowing the students that we have here, knowing the quality of education that they get, I can almost guarantee 100% they'll be successful. If, if they are, if they put all of their effort into it, obviously I can't quite guarantee they're going to be. But you know, you know what I mean. If if they are putting one hundred percent effort in, they will be so successful here. So I, you know, and that's in everybody's control. You know, I could work as you know as hard as I could, but I would probably never get a level nine in maths because I was rubbish at it. But I could work my absolute socks off to get the best that I could do, which, you know, is in everyone's capability. So the so 100% effort, making the most of opportunities, and then probably for me, what's the number one, which is just being a good person. Ultimately, the, the main thing for me is that when they leave in year 13, they leave the school as good people who can go into society and positively contribute to it Mm. and if they are kind and sensitive and help people and are humble you know all those things to me they are the most important thing and if they've grown up like our year 13s all do to be like that then I'll be delighted and proud of them and I feel that we've done our job as a school irrespective of anything else and when you talk about success, then in many ways, you've just defined what that success is. You know, if, if people are being yeah, kind, yeah. If, they're, if they're operating at the best of their ability, if they're going for it, if they're embracing opportunities, if they're saying mm-hmm. yes to new things, then, then this all sounds good. 
if you want to think about what you know your child the sort of child you would like to to be an 18 year old you would want someone who has a great work ethic who is a good person and who is interested and gets involved in lots of different things and that's essentially what we're trying to produce Nick, we need to bring this episode to a close in a moment, but for anyone who's heard anything and maybe wants to find out about life in year seven, how could they go about doing that? How could they connect with you? Well, obviously, like all of us, our emails are widely available. It's n.martin at stedwards.co.uk. Obviously, you can get in touch with the school office and they'll obviously direct you because although I am the head of lower school, there's many other pastoral staff that can help in lots of different ways. Awesome. Well, look, thank you very much for your time. Thanks for explaining all of this to us today and for giving up your time on a, on a Tuesday afternoon. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Simon. No, it was great chatting to you. And I just urge anyone who, who wants any more information, please just get in touch and you know we'll do what we can to, to answer your questions. Thank you. So that was Head of Lower School, Nick Martin, walking us through the transition from Year 6 to Year 7. Thank you, Nick, for joining us on this episode. It was really good hearing from you. Now, our next episode is coming out soon. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this one. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so you can stay in touch. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.